0: Welcome, welcome to another edition of Time Out Sports, the podcast. It's your boy C. Ruff, and y'all know I'm in the building. It's the first episode of the podcast by myself. Looking forward to jumping into some things today. We got some NBA basketball to talk about, some college basketball, and even the MVP race, Coach of the Year race, Most Improved Player race. Let's jump right into it. So I want to start out with the NBA. Right now we have Uh, NBA stands Eastern Conference. Bucks are in first place. The Raptors are in second place. Celtics are in third place. Heat are in fourth place. Pacers are in fifth place. 76ers are in sixth place. Nets are in seventh place. And the Magic are in eighth place. Uh, this past week, Giannis Antetokounmpo suffered a knee injury, a left knee injury, so he's having an MRI done very soon. Uh, hopefully, the injury is not major. Uh, that injury, again, took place on Friday night in a Lakers win over the Bucks. So, uh, depending on the news and the severity of that injury, that could impact the Bucks. Uh, the Toronto Raptors, forty-four and eighteen, have to be impressed with what they're doing right now. You know they've dealt with their fair share of injuries, but they have not missed a beat. Pascal Siakam's playing with playing really well. Um. Kyle Lowry's playing well. Norman Powell has been playing well. You know, so that team, you know, nobody really expected the Raptors to be in the position that they're in right now. But those players, man, they've stepped up and they've done some great work. Uh, the Boston Celtics are the third seed with a record of 42-20. and 20. They've dealt with injuries also. Uh, right now, Gordon Hayward's out. Jalen Brown is out. Uh, Jason Tatum missed some games uh, due to injury and then due to the flu, I think. You know, so they haven't been healthy and whole either, but they're still playing pretty well. Miami Heat, forty 23 fourth seed. Playing some pretty good basketball lately. Uh, they lost... The other night, uh, in that game, Jay Crowder suffered a concussion, and so he's in concussion protocol and will not play today. However, there I expected him not to miss much time. So, my biggest thing on the um, on the Heat is I just think we still need another center man, you know, because Miles Leonard is hurt; he's been out for a while. And even when he returns, I'm not sold on him. So I think the Miami Heat need to find a center, you know, somebody who's going to anchor the defense, grab rebounds, and just be a tough guy. That's what we're missing. The 76ers are the fifth seed right now. Excuse me, the sixth seed right now. Pacers are the fifth seed, 38 and 25. Uh, Victor Oladipo is now back, trying to get his footing. Uh, so I'm looking for the Pacers to finish the season strong. Sabonis has played well. Malcolm Brogdon is one name that can't stay healthy either. You know, he's in and out of the lineup for the Bucks, In and out of the lineup. So that could potentially hurt them for sure. Uh, the 76ers are the 6th seed right now. As you all should know, Ben Simmons is out, Joel Embiid is out, and Josh Richardson is out. So you're talking about three starters being out right now for the Sixers. That's not a good thing. Seven seed in the East are the Nets, who parted ways with head coach Kenny Atkinson on yesterday. I uh, didn't really agree with that decision. Um, The reports are that it was mutual. You know, they just kind of felt like it was time for them to part ways. But I just think, man, he's done a good job. I don't really know what you expect from the Nets when you tell me that Kevin Durant has not played one game this season. Uh, Kyrie Irving has not played very many games at all. He's been hurt for the most part. And then Karis LeBert started the season out hurt. And so I don't really know what they're expecting the Nets to do. With the injuries that they have, however, they made a decision to part ways. So, uh, for the eight seed, you have the Orlando Magic. Let's jump over to the Western Conference. Uh, in the West, you have the Lakers, forty-eight and thirteen, number one seed. They clinched the playoff berth on Friday night in a win against the Bucks. The Clippers are the two seed. The Nuggets are the three seed. Utah Jazz are the four seed. The Houston Rockets are the five seed. Oklahoma City Thunder are the six seed. Uh, Dallas Mavericks are the seven seed. And the Memphis Grizzlies are the eight seed. Now, it's a few questions I want to answer I want to talk about. Uh, What first round series would I like to see from each conference? Now, the one in the Eastern Conference that I'm looking at potentially, I think... I think the Sixers and the Celtics will be a really good series. I think that is intriguing, Um, especially if Embiid is healthy. Uh, Because one thing about Boston, they don't really have a true center right now. So I think that he could flourish against them. However, I would also be interested to see how Jason Tatum does against the Sixers. And so, I think the Celtics and Sixers are the series that I'm, you know, most looking forward to uh, if it holds up in the Eastern Conference. The Western Conference first round. uh, You know what? I think the Clippers and the Mavericks will be a really good series. I think that Kristaps Porzingis is playing at a very high level, and I think that the Clippers will struggle with him. I could see him easily going for twenty-five and thirteen in that series because the Clippers don't have a, you know, a big guy that can stop him. Now they did sign Kim Noah on Friday, but you know Joakim Noah is not stopping Kristaps Porzingis. I don't see it. So for me, Clippers and Ravis is a series that I would like to see in the Western Conference first-round playoffs. I think that would be very intriguing. Uh, Transitioning. Let's see. Who would be my MVP right now? Now, I must be objective. You know, I try to always do that. LeBron is my favorite player, but I'm still thinking right now, if the season ended, I would have Giannis. You know, they have the very best record in basketball. Although they may have a better overall team than the Lakers. You know, he doesn't have an AD as a second best player. His next best player is Middleton, who is a good player, a very good player. But he's not AD. And so I just think when you look at what Giannis has been able to do, Um, I would still give him the nod over LeBron slightly, but it's not a big gap for me at all. I definitely think LeBron can do some things to catch him, starting with today. Today at 3.30, you have the Lakers versus the Clippers for the third matchup. Now, if LeBron comes out today and plays a very good game and leads the Lakers to a win, that'll give him more. You know, that'll raise him up more in the standards for me. I mean, I think that will make the battle even closer for the MVP race. So I'm still going with Giannis right now, but by no means am I saying that LeBron can't catch Giannis. Now let's jump into the Clippers and Lakers preview a little bit deeper. Today, like I said, at three thirty, you have Clippers and Lakers on ABC. Uh, I'm interested to see how this game goes, man. I think that what the Lakers were able to do on Friday night was very impressive. Beating um, the Clippers, uh, beating the Nuggets, the Bucks—excuse me—beating the Bucks on Friday night was very impressive. But today, you have to be able to muster up that same energy, that same focus. And so, I'm just looking forward to seeing whether <clears throat> I'm looking forward to seeing whether they'll be able to do that um yeah AD played a great game especially in the second half on Friday night. You know, he dealt with foul trouble early, but in the second half he really got it going. Today, I think he's going to have to be dominant from start to finish on both sides of the court. Because, like I said earlier, the Lakers, you know, they need him to perform. They need him to be dominant. The Clippers should not have anybody that can contain Anthony Davis. So, I'm looking forward to seeing whether he'll be able to go for 30 points, 15 rebounds game. Should be able to, but we'll see. LeBron. LeBron's going to have to come out again today and put forward a great effort. He's going to have to be focused from the jump, you know, limit the turnovers. He's going to have to be locked in on defense. Um, You you also need something from those other players, you know, Danny Green. Danny Green, for me, has not played well this season. His three-point ball is not consistent, and his defense has definitely declined. They're going to need Danny Green to do something today. Avery Bradley, they're going to need him play defense like he normally does, make a free timely shots. Kyle Kuzma. And many people know how I feel about Kyle Kuzma. I'm not his biggest fan. I just think that, you know, if he's the second best player on the team and he knows he's gonna get his shots every night, then he can kind of do some things. But in the role that he's in this year, he's not doing well. You know, because he feels like coming in off the bench, getting fewer minutes than he normally got. He needs to just jack up shots. You know, Kyle Kuzma, every time he touched the ball, he shoots. Seems like it anyway. And that's not a winning recipe. You know, the thing about me is I respect players that understand the value and the importance of doing all things on the court. You know, you can't be a guy that says, okay, well, if I'm not scoring, then I'm not going to defend. I'm not going to rebound. I'm not going to facilitate. That's what I see from Kyle Kuzma. And that's not a good thing. You gotta be able to do other things. Because I don't care who it is, LeBron, KD, Kawhi, Giannis, all of the great players, nobody's gonna be able to make shots and go get you 30 every night. You're gonna have off nights offensively. But the the thing that separates a good player from a great player. It's being able to do the other things that helps your team win. And so Kyle Kuzma has to learn how to do that, man. He has to understand that, okay, if my shot's not going, let me let me lock down on defense. Let me focus on playing great defense. It's okay to pass the ball. Facilitate. He's gotta improve on those in those areas in order for the Lakers to reach their potential, in my opinion. Uh, Deion Waiters. Deion Waiters was signed by the Lakers this past week. Um, he's not expected to play for at least another couple of games, though. So I don't really know why it's such a long adjustment or whatever. There, I don't really know what their thought process is as far as him right now. But uh, for me, I don't like or necessarily dislike the signing. I think that it just depends on the Deion Waiters that you're getting. I think he's always a few pounds overweight, never in the best shape. And I also believe that, you know, he just got, he's got issues with focusing on the task at hand. You know, if you're telling me that, okay, you're going to get a Deion Waiters that comes in and has a Dwight Howard type impact, you know, somebody who that was, kind of written off and LeBron and the rest of the Lakers were able to kind of get them ball in. If you're telling me that that's what Deion Waiters is going to do, then I do. I think it's going to, I think it's a beneficial pickup, but I just can't be sold on that until I see it. So that's why I met on Deion Waiters. Um, if he's focused, if he's locked in, he can absolutely help the Lakers. if not, He'll be a detriment. So his choice is his. Uh, Last thing I want to talk about right now is Duke versus Carolina part two recap. On last night. The Duke Blue Devils beat the Carolina Tar Heels 89-76. to It was a pretty good game. Uh, I must say Duke, they took care of business, man. Uh, Vernon Carey Jr. came off the bench due to it being senior night. So they started uh, Justin Robinson, Javin Delorie, and Jack White. Uh, First half Carey was kind of struggling You know he He was struggling to finish You know missing layups He kept getting stripped But it's at a point where I think Trey Jones kind of pulled him to the side And talked to him and said come on big fella You know wake up we need you And he definitely woke up Like I said He finished the game with 25 points And 10, 10 rebounds On 8 of 14 shooting, 9 of 11 from the line. Uh, Trey Jones was his usual self. 21 points, 3 rebounds, and 11 assists. You know, he didn't shoot the ball great, but he got to the free throw line. And so that's where he made, you know, his impact. Uh, Justin Robinson, man, he was huge. You know, making, I think, three threes. He was huge, man. His defensive intensity was important. Uh, Cassius Stanley, he gave you 19 points and six rebounds. So, you know, pretty good game by Cassius. Um, then when you go to the Tar Heels side of the ball, Trey Jones, he locked up Cole Anthony for the second time. Trey Jones' defense, man, is incredible. Cole Anthony gave the Carolina Tar Heels just nine points, two rebounds, and five assists on four of 14 shooting, o of 2 from three. Uh, Baycott had 13 points and 12 rebounds, so he played pretty well. Uh, one thing that hurt him was foul trouble. Had he not been in foul trouble, he probably would have had, I don't know, he might would have had like 18 and 14. So foul trouble definitely hurt Baycott. Uh Brooks, Garrison Brooks had a pretty good game, 26 points and 13 rebounds. Uh, the only reason why I didn't say it was a great game because he was inefficient. You know, it took him 22 shots, 9 of 22, in order to get to 26 points. So that's what happened with uh, Garrison Brooks. Uh Leaky Black. He just has not helped. he has not lived up to expectations all year for the Carolina Tar Heels. You know, seven points, three rebounds, three assists, just one of five from three-point range. You know, they they need more from Leaky back. They need more from Cole Anthony. And they just didn't get it. So the Duke Blue Devils defeated the Carolina Tar Heels again. Uh for the second time, 89-76. Of course, starting this week, on Tuesday, the ACC tournament will take place uh, in Greensboro at the Greensboro Coliseum. Looking forward to that. I will be trying to attend a few games. And so, um, yeah, I just wanted to come on here and uh, do a podcast. Uh, like I said, the first one by myself. Uh, we're going to keep going, man. Time out of sports. Uh, Continue to show love and support. appreciate everybody. Uh, You know, if you don't already, check us out on Twitter. Check us out on IG. And continue to support the brand. See you all sometime next week for another podcast. Have a great week.